What's up, YouTubers? This is your host of Radio Rants with Roman. I am, of course, Roman Fitzpatrick. How's everybody doing? Are you enjoying yourselves? Today's Friday, you know what that means. There's a new episode of The Mandalorian. Did you buy all of your Baby Yoda merch like I told you to? Did you invest in Baby Yoda? I know, uh, me personally, I got my, uh, Baby Yoda can opener. I got my Baby Yoda hand sanitizer. And my, I stocked up on Baby Yoda toilet paper for when the second lockdown happens. So I hope you, uh, I hope all of you out there got all of your Baby Yoda, uh, survival supplies as well. The Mandalorian. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys are all caught up, but I, I just watched the new episode that came out today, and in this one, it was it was pretty crazy. Baby Yoda, he uh, he does this thing, and it's really cute. And he he looks at the camera, and uh, he's got big eyes, and he's tiny, but he's also like seven hundred years old, so it's cute because he he looks like a baby. That's the concept behind Baby Yoda. I don't watch that show. I saw the first season. I have not been watching the second one. I don't know. I'm just not really uh, excited about it. I don't have to be. Just because everyone else is. Kind of makes me not want to be excited about it, you know? Don't you hate that when people, like, uh... Don't you hate it when you like something? And then it becomes popular? I feel like, uh, like I did that with, uh, I had a turtleneck last year, you know? Who the fuck is wearing turtlenecks? Now you go into stores and everyone, every, every goddamn, uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry's, uh, men's clothing chain selling, uh, selling turtlenecks. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not claiming to have invented the turtlenecks or made them popular again, but, you know, I kind of liked wearing one because I didn't see anyone else wearing one, and now it's like everyone's gonna be wearing one, so what the fuck? Now I gotta find a new thing to wear that no one else wears. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like one of those hats where you put a beer in each side and you it has like a, a hose and you drink the beer. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like unironically wearing one of those and making that a thing. So everyone out there listening, don't don't do that because it's my thing. Oh man. I'm trying to mind uh, the way that I talk on this podcast and all the little, all the little bullshit. So like, I spent like an hour after the last episode, just kind of editing out every time I said "uh" and you know. Although I think I left you know in there a lot, and I'll probably say it a lot in this episode. I never realized how often I say "you know" until I started listening to myself talk. It's terrible. I also I also do one of these a lot. <laughs> I did not just do cocaine. It's just just me, uh, you know, clearing my nose, sniffing my nose, <laughs> doing that. Yeah, it's really bad. I don't know. I did it a lot. <laughs> I did it a lot in the last episode, and uh, you start to you can see like like let me let me just explain. This is terrible, terrible uh, for a 
audio format, but let me just describe to you what I'm looking at right now. So I'm using Audacity, I'm recording this, and I'm looking at like, you know, I don't even know what the fuck the words are for. You know, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a thing, you know? Like when I talk into the mic, I see it spike up uh, on the volume uh, thing. God, I sound like a fucking retard right now, trying to describe this. Anyway, every time I would go like this, it has like a distinct look on this line of sound. I always knew where I was like clearing my nose. So, you know, I only want to bring the finest, highest quality podcast to you, my faithful army of listeners out there. And you are faithful. I know it. I know if I told you to assassinate someone famous, you'd all listen to me. Because I have that kind of clout over you. I also know you're all too dumb to know what the word clout means. So I use it to make myself sound smarter. Eh? You like that? That's what I do. Oh, boy. You ready for the second lockdown? Yeah? the end of humanity as we know it. They're going to lock us down. Uh, I, for one, am looking forward to being uh, unemployed and on the government dole for two times in one year. That'll be fun. I am employed now, but back when the first lockdown happened, I was furloughed for three months. And that was a, that was a very interesting time. Yeah. I remember when I, fur I was first furloughed, I was like, oh, well, I have nothing to do, so I can just smoke pot every day, all day. And so I did that for, like, five weeks. Like, just high all the time. Sounds awesome. In theory. But in practice, it's, uh, it's fucking terrible. You know, it's one thing to be a pothead. Like, a functioning pothead. It's, a uh, completely other thing to be a pothead and also be unemployed it's just it's not a good look and it starts to get to you after a while when you have nothing to do like i still had you know household chores and shit like that i wasn't like a fucking complete mess i was just kind of high all the time and uh maybe you know at night i would have a few beers you know, don't judge me. I know the rest of uh, the U.S. population was doing the exact same thing. Even the people that still had jobs. The people that were working remotely from home. It's like, well, I don't have to drive anywhere tomorrow. And I don't have to, like, dress up or uh, really be 100% mentally present. So let me just have a few beers tonight. You know? So that's what you do. And I'm not saying that they're addicting, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, each one tastes better than the last. That was my Donald Draper moment. Each one tastes better than the last. Miller Lite. Still working on it. Uh, what the hell else is going on? So, unlike my Halloween special... I, I'm actually doing real-life stand-up tomorrow. And now that it's out there in the universe, it must happen. My buddy, 
He lives in this. Uh, he has him and his roommates there. They're, they're putting on an open mic night, and he asked a while ago if I wanted to do stand up. So I'm going to. It's going to be like a tight five. Probably use a couple of jokes that I've used on this podcast. So yeah, I'm recycling them. I care about the environment. What are you going to do? So that'll be interesting. You know, I've done, for real, I've done open mic night once, and I did another, like, uh, open mic type deal another time. So I've done stand-up twice, and it's fucking nerve-wracking in a good way, but it's still nerve-wracking. And... Considering how shitty I am at writing jokes, because I don't do it that often, I thought I went okay. Maybe some of the laughs were like pity laughs, but you take what you can get. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. It'd be, it'd be pretty crazy if I just completely crashed and burned and got zero laughs, and I just have to muscle through it. It would definitely be a learning experience. Like, I would hate it while it's happening. If that does happen, if I completely bomb tomorrow night, I would hate it while it's happening and probably be just, like, sweating everywhere. But then afterwards, looking back, I'd be like, that, you know, that was a, that was a real character-building moment in my life. Although, let me just, uh, let me just uh, save that file real quick, because I'll always have that one. But... Obviously, I'd rather get some laughs, because why else would you say yes to doing stand-up comedy? You know? Get some laughs, I'll still probably just be sweating the entire time. A disgusting AIDS person. Okay, fucking AIDS. Is that a thing? With AIDS? You start, you just start sweating everywhere. What if that was AIDS? What if AIDS was just like, you sweat a lot when you're uncomfortable, like more than normal people, and you just like always have diarrhea, like or just loose bowel movements. Like, every time you take a shit, it, it becomes like a thing, you know? It's like you're having an episode previously on AIDS. I uh, I think I'm going to shit my pants. Uh, Frank, are you okay? No. Frank, what's wrong? Did you, did you just eat food when I told you not to? Frank, it's our date night. And you, you went, you went and you ate Oreos before our date night to see cats at, uh, at the local theater. And you ate Oreos. And you know you have AIDS. And now you have diarrhea. Did you at least wear a diaper, Frank? No. Frank. Ruined cats for me. I saw the musical Cats. It's terrible. Really, really. It's, it's not terrible. You know, obviously a lot of talent and effort has to be put into writing a musical, but... It's by far the gayest thing I've ever seen. And I have not seen gay sex. No. Uh, cats. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's... 
it's pretty fucking gay. There's like one good song. The rest are really stupid. I also don't own a cat, and I feel like you kind of have to own a cat and be a little like lame about being a cat owner to enjoy cats. Like half the audience, there was like, there was like these weird fat people in the front, and you know after the show they had like roses to give to the cast because you get a standing up uh, ovation, and these people were just wearing like cats T-shirts, which yeah I'm passing judgment on them. But I feel like a lot of people in the audience at at cats probably own cats and like one of the actors, you know, and they're in like this crazy costume, like they like it's so gay. One of the actors is on stage and he's like on his back, like batting at something like a real cat does, and you know there's just people in the audience like, Oh look, uh, Sprinkles does that too. It's just like Sprinkles. Honey, look. Man. Being a cat owner is weird. At least with dogs, you can, like, rough house with them. They respond to you. Cats are just kind of, like, stupid. I mean, they're not stupid. They're smart, but, you know, they suck. They're stubborn. Not all of them, but, come on, most of them. Probably, like, 75% of cats suck. I think that's fair. The only cool thing about cats is how you can just kind of leave them. If I left my dog alone for like 24 hours straight, he would probably uh, shit on the floor and then eat his shit and then probably shit that out again and then just kind of die. Maybe not within 24 hours, but he probably just... The point I'm trying to make is dogs can't take care of themselves. So we have to get... How come no one's ever gotten a cat and a dog and you know, had them fuck each other, so we can have some sort of hybrid, like, cog or dat, or, uh, you know, something like that, like, a, just like a, like an animal that's fun to play with, uh. but he knows how to shit in a box, that would be cool, good fellas is on TV, good fellas. You think Goodfellas is like, I don't know what the term would be. You know how it's like a GF word, like Goodfellas, just like Godfather. Do you think that's on on purpose? It's gotta be, right? Because it pretty much just is like a, like a poor man's Godfather, but it's also my favorite movie of all time. The main character is Irish and Italian, just like me. So, you know, I can totally relate. That's why I think there needs to be more uh, Irish-Italian um, men on television and in movies and in, like, roles that I can look up to. So when I grow up, I'll kind of have, like, a role model, you know? But until then, I'm just going to continue to not have a place in life because there's nothing on the TV. There's nothing on the television for me to look up to, you know, because TV is real life, so that's where you need to kind of find your moral compass, Just, you, you learn everything, and if there's, if, if you're watching one channel, and they're talking about one thing, and you want to hear them talk about something else, you just change the channel, it's all at the convenient cable, it's at the convenience of your, uh, 
your fingertips, you know, your thumb tip. Basic cable. God, it sucks. I feel like my entire generation was raised by basic cable. It's gotta be. That's why we're all fucked up. That's why there's like Antifa burning Portland and other cities because they grew up watching Hey Arnold and they think that you know, at the end of at the end of each episode, Pigeon Man flies away, and it's a beautiful moment. Stoop kid leaves the stoop, and so that's why everyone my age, you know, moved to the city out of college and gentrified everything, and then realized that they suck, you know, because I always thought that, right? So I never really I went to college. And then I know a lot of people that went to the city, like Brooklyn and Queens and Jersey City and gentrified them. And like a lot of them did it and because they wanted to live that lifestyle, you know, like, oh, let's do this today. Let's do that today. It's like it's like they wanted to continue living like a dorm, a college dorm lifestyle. So they like go to the city and produce shitty, shitty art. You know, like shitty paintings and stuff like that. Because no one gives a fuck about paintings anymore. Stuff like that. You know, they play acoustic guitar. and They, they go to fucking <clears throat> Goodwill thrift stores and they buy old people, uh, like people's old clothes. Even though like those clothes were donated for like homeless people to be able to buy for you know like a homeless person or a very poor person that already lives in the city can go and buy this jacket you know this like they can buy a members only jacket for for like five bucks because that's all they can afford and you know the clothes are used but they're in pretty good condition but instead like a bunch of post-college hipster douches who just moved into the city start grabbing up all this shit off the racks like oh these jackets are only five dollars let me buy six of them you know they look like assholes and now they've, they're older you know they're in their 30s and they're probably some of them are you know still clinging on to that lifestyle but it's not very re rewarding you know it's the system's fault it's it's hard to blame yourself so yeah, blaming the system is easy because no one, no one actually knows what the system is. They just think they do. And so it's easy to just get angry at it. Oh man, look what you got me doing. You got me going on a hipster rant. I don't even think hipsters are around anymore. Yeah, I guess that's where I was getting towards, right? Whatever hipsters are left are just Antifa now. That's like their thing. They're fighting the good fight. Dressing like assholes. Putting, you know, like, green dye in their hair. Continuing to experience with their sexuality, even though they're not really enjoying certain things that they continue to do. But at this point, it's just like an alcohol and drug-infused, you know, sexual rage that they do because they hate themselves. Because the system made them hate themselves. Anyway, that's the podcast. 
Later, YouTubers. You can't say the F word anymore. Looks like uh, Joe, old Joey's uh, got all the counts. It's, it's official. He's the he's the president elect. So the F word is bye bye. So if you didn't use it between uh, now and last Friday, you lost your chance forever. You know you're gonna have to wait until you're like eighty years old. And you're over your daughter's house for Thanksgiving. And uh, you're telling your story. You're telling a story to uh, your grandchildren. And you're like, Yeah, so I was in the bar. And uh, I don't know what it was. This guy came up to me and asked if he could buy me a drink. And I said, hey, I don't care if you are, but I ain't no faggot. And then your grandchildren are like, Grandpa, you can't say that. And you look over at your daughter and she takes another drink of wine. And you look over at your son-in-law and, you know, he's a different race, but you don't care. And you just think back to a simpler time when Donald Trump was president and you can say the F word. But it's over. 2020, we'll miss you. We've still got a couple months left. Anyway... Uh, follow me on Twitter at Radio Rants, all one word, uppercase, lowercase, does not matter. And I will see you faggots next week.